0: Yeah. we got more coming stay tuned yeah speaking about more adidi what's up Aditi? Aditi, do you disagree with that like if joe flacco balls out it's his job
1: right uh yeah why wouldn't it be yeah, yeah. no it's, i mean and i think, I think, think that there's off. just you know it's it, it sort of like it reminds me of in the preseason when i was watching washington And it was Sam Howell and Jacoby Brissett. And you could see that Sam Howell had this level of athleticism to him, deceivingly athletic, that he could do all these things, that he's young, whatever. But the huddle just come. Jacoby Brissett. And the operation was just smoother with Jacoby Brissett. And I think that that's one of those things that you get with a Joe Flacco. He's seen every defense there is to see. He's been in every experience that there is. Like Robert Griffin said, he's a Super Bowl MVP. Nothing's going to scare him. Nothing's going to cow him. He knows how to talk to his teammates. He, All of that counts for something in a situation like this you know and so like obviously DTR's upside at this point in life is greater than Joe Flacco's obviously he's got a ton of talent but when you've got a team that's playing such great defense that can indeed run the ball well you need someone to operate there from a position of I don't know experience not making mistakes not causing errors and I think that Joe Flacco is a really good bet right there he's yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm like, that's like a, that's what we call on television a false out. And I was like, stopping to
0: let you go. And was like, yeah, no, that, it's all good. I, I, the calming effect that you talk of, Aditi, I think it's particularly important with this team because you have so many other pieces that are competent. When you look at the defense, right. Joe Flacco has to be thrilled to know that he's playing with a defense like the one he has. Um, and when now you put the leader of any team I know there are other leaders, but to me, the leader of a football team is your quarterback. He sets the tone on offense. I know you can have a leader on defense too, but I just think that, I I think it's going to change everybody's perspective when they look into the huddle and say, oh, okay, now that's a grown-ass man with a real resume, with real accomplishments. Let's go get this.
1: Completely, completely agree with you. And I said this last week, Jay. I don't think you were with us last week. I was recalling that week two game last year that I was on the sideline for when the Jets were down two touchdowns with less than two minutes to go and I vividly remember Joe Flacco walking up and down his sideline telling his teammates we've still got time we're not out of this we still have time and it was just that level-headedness it was again it's the experience because he's done that before he's led those game-winning drives he's had these crazy comebacks so he's speaking from a position of okay it is indeed possible but also just to know you need to go talk to your teammates. Right now you need to settle them you need to remind them the game isn't over until the game is actually over until the clock says zero 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 yeah. so all of that counts for something you're completely right
2: do you think you'll have a little boost me we we just talked about it before you got on the dds you know when you it's something to be said for you being out of the game your phone doesn't ring anymore and you kind of imagine that that's it i had a nice career and this is it and then you get that call, kind of like Kareem Hunt got, and he, he comes back and he's rejuvenated. Do you think there's a little piece of uh, Joe Flacco that's like, he's gonna cherish this opportunity and really make it special for him because he did, he didn't expect to be
1: here? 100%. I mean, wouldn't you? Every chance that we get, it's an opportunity to do what you love. And he openly said, the first time he talked to the Cleveland media, he said, I was surprised that the phone didn't ring. So there's a piece of pride there that he feels that he can still do it. He's I'm sure he's watching quarterback play around the league and thinking, "Hey, I can still do this." His kids are of an age where they can actually watch Daddy do what Daddy does, and so that is part of the motivation as well to be able to see to have his children see what he sacrificed for, what he's worked towards, and it's the opportunity to help a team. It's it's like you just said, "This is a team that right now has all the pieces except for the quarterback." It's the number one defense. It's a game-changing, game-breaking defense. It's a great run game. You've got really talented wide receivers. You've got a tight end that when he has a good day, when he hasn't ha- isn't having one of those days that makes me blow up Adam's phone because I'm so frustrated in general is a great tight end and so all you need as I keep saying is competent quarterback play Joe probably thinks he could step in here and do something right that yeah. this could really be one of those moments and so why not?
3: Aditi on the other side of the
4: ball.
1: I really like him. I'm sorry, Mikey. I'm cutting you off. But I am such a huge personal fan of Joe Flacco's. So you know how much I love DTR. You know that he's a young kid that I really want to see ball out and all of that. But right now, it's like Joe Flacco is clearly on the tail end of his career. I would love to see him succeed.
3: What a story it would be. It would be. Aditi on the other side of the ball, we have two of the best pass rushers, frankly, of all time in this game between Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett. I'm going to ask you a completely hypothetical question here, but at the peak of each of their powers, so you got the peak Aaron Donald and you got peak Miles Garrett, if you were a NFL GM and had to build a defense around one of those two superstars, who would you choose to build your defense around?
1: Oh, come on. That's like asking me which child is my favorite child. Which child is your favorite child? I'll ask you that too. Yeah, it depends on the day. There you go. Um, It's too – you know, ordinarily I would say that I'd pick – miles by virtue of the position that he plays because i feel like in general that can be more impactful but then you think about everything that ad has done and the human being that he is and how much he does in the community not that miles doesn't but um aaron donald is one of the true gentlemen of the national football league and the way that he works but again i say that it's not that miles doesn't work it's not that miles isn't as committed it's not that They're very similar in certain ways, too. You know, they're both sort of more quiet, receding personalities. I would actually say AD is more quiet than Miles. You know, Miles has some of his quirks that he likes to have fun with. Halloween, the dinosaurs, um, anime. I don't... I can't. I can't. You know, like, this is when people sit here and ask you to compare quarterbacks from different generations or... It's too hard. I'm sorry. I just can't do that. Is that a cop out?
0: Even though it's it's a little cop out, but I'd be curious to hear what JeeBush says. I I think your answer is the right answer. Um, Where where, when you started down the Aaron Donald road, and again, this is no disrespect to Miles Garrett. When he's done, he'll be one of the all time greats. And the hope is, when he's done, he'll have a defensive MVP in his trophy case. And he'll also have a Lombardi trophy that he was a big contributor. When you look at Aaron Donald, he's checked those things. So, And he's further along in his career, and he's had more opportunity I mean, he's, to do that. But I'm cutting you
1: off, but AD saved that Super Bowl.
0: He won yes. that the Super one Bowl He made a day.
1: the play that you need in that he, moment. And we so talked it's about sort that like, yesterday.
0: He made that right. play on third and fourth down. And if he doesn't make either one of those plays, Joe Burrow completes the game-winning and Super Bowl-winning touchdown throw. And so, I mean, look, my my hope and even expectation is Miles can get close to that. I think he can win a Defensive Player of the Year. I think that's what's so unfortunate about the timing of this injury. He's never been closer to that NFL Defensive MVP award. I think that's why he's going to play and play in pain because he knows how close he is to getting the Browns to the playoffs and to getting his hands on that MVP trophy. And who knows what can happen if they get in the playoffs. But... For right now, and again, no disrespect to Miles, Aaron's resume is just more accomplished. So I, for me, it is, and I would take him.
1: It, and at the end of the day, you know, it's funny because just last night, this week I have the Chargers of Patriots. And last night I was on the phone with Khalil Mack. And Khalil Mack is one of those guys who's got a DPOY, who's got multiple all pros, right. who's closing in on sack accomplishments that have been attained by just... Two or three people, a handful of people. And we talked about whether he is on pace currently to potentially break that record, that T.J. Watt, Michael Strahan sack mark for a season. And he said, you know what? At this point in my career, all I care about is a Super Bowl. Winning. And he said, you know, guys say that they are we guys, not me guys. I really am. A we. I need that Super Bowl. And that's it. And you know what, this is what Mike Tomlin used to say to Antonio Brown, that at this point, you've accomplished everything that you need to accomplish. It's about hunting the Lombardi trophy. And I think that in a team game, what really truly distinctly separates you is when you get that title why do we ben roethlisberger never won an mvp eli manning never won an mvp both of them have two super bowls they'll be in the hall of fame because they both have two super bowls and that's kind of the point you know like if you were to take peyton manning in a vacuum versus tom brady in a vacuum and choose the quarterback that you want leading your team reading the defense making the throws doing all of those things you probably, maybe, mighty are going to be pick that. made That sentence made no sense. You probably, maybe, are going to pick Peyton Manning, except that this is a team game, and Tom Brady has won more than anybody else. So then, isn't Tom Brady really the greatest of all time? Yeah. Because ultimately, it's about winning those Super Bowls. And, and there's layers and so to everybody it. Everybody around you to play better, right? So, you know, it, it, I, I, I think that there is a piece of. And I've said this before many times and it upsets Cleveland fans, I'm sorry, but there's something about TJ Watt that makes everybody around him play better. I don't know if it's by virtue of his personality that he demands it. I don't know if it's the way that his motor goes and how hard he works. People feel that they can't slack when he's working that way. I don't know what it is, but that to me is one of the big pieces of him that make him exceptional, that make him stand apart. And I've said this before, you know, I, we've been wanting to see that from Miles. I think we're really seeing it now. I think that that's been part of his growth and his progression. But AD is one of those guys that he makes everybody around him better. There's no question about that.
2: I said this to to Jay about I think maybe two days ago we were off camera and I said you know what Um, Brown's got to make the playoffs this year and we looked around and he was like why why you say that and I was like well if they don't make the playoffs you're gonna have a whole year of more Deshaun Watson talk you're gonna have a whole other year you don't know what Chubb is doing you really don't have uh, you have question marks again about what, what is the offense are we running the right offense and if you make the playoffs this year, I think it it it, it kills all of that. I think you just, it, it, it leaves a better taste in your mouth to say, okay, well, let's go figure this out next year. But if you don't make the playoffs, we are kind of exactly where we were 365 days ago with the same questions.
1: Yeah. And at some point those excuses were thin. You know, and it's sort of one of those. It's funny because we're having this conversation, my crew and I, this week about the Chargers because Brandon Staley, Ohio native, as you know, Cleveland native, he's under immense fire. And you could sit here and say, okay, yeah, but Bosa keeps getting hurt and Mike Williams is hurt and this hasn't worked out and this and this. At some point, the excuses just, they're just excuses. You know, everybody deals with injury. Everybody deals with unexpected things. At some point, you just have to put it together. And right now, this Browns roster, yes, it's a huge blow to lose your starting quarterback. And obviously, everybody knows how much of a fan of Kevin Stefanski's I am and how level he is and how he imbues his players with confidence despite all of this and how he's kept this this ship afloat amidst all this craziness. But, I mean, how many years in a row do you get a mulligan? You know, how many years in a row do you get? Yeah, but yeah, but so year two, there was yeah, but Baker was hurt all year. And there was the Odell drama. Year three was the yeah, but there was the crazy Deshaun Jacoby thing. And this year we could say, yeah, but you lost your all pro right tackle week one. You lost your best offensive player week two. You lost your quarterback. You at some (laughs) point you can't keep doing the yeah, but. This is football. This is life. Like you yeah. got to figure it out. Next man up. Go figure out it's how to win. Um, it's very And also remember, Jay, just really quickly, the AFC is not like they're, the Bengals. The Bengals lost their quarterback. The AFC is open. You know, look at what's happened to the Bills. The Chiefs have looked vulnerable at times. Right. The AFC, there's room to make a run here. There is room to make the playoffs here.
0: Yeah, for all so, that talk of all the great quarterbacks being in the AFC, the iron's hot and you've got the defense, and the time to strike is now. We we talked a lot this week about the run-pass distribution in Denver. Um, We all thought that it was way off. There were varying degrees of it. Uh, G. Bush and I came in here like completely flummoxed as to how you ask a rookie quarterback and P.J. Walker to combine for 42 throws when you're only handing it off 16 times. And I know there were some circumstances in the game that dictated that. But it was a five point game in the fourth quarter. It's not like they were chasing, you know, double digit points the whole game. What was your take on the distribution of the run and pass?
1: I mean I didn't like it. I'm with you on that, right? I'd always I'd much rather I remember Le'Veon Bell once saying to me, Balance is not about being equal in each game. Being a balanced offense means when you need to run, you run. When you need to pass, you pass. So it's not like I need a twenty, a 50-50 split in – run and pass. But when you need to run is when you have a rookie quarterback and when you have a backup quarterback and when you're in the game, that is when you need to run. The only thing I can say is I don't, I haven't asked anyone. So I don't know if a lot of that were checks or a lot of that was changed and not necessarily what the original call was, or if they were seeing something in the defense that made them go that way, made the quarterback make a change that way. I don't know. I also don't know how much reason. Go ahead.
0: Leroy thought that was the case. He said that Denver was coming with false eight, nine guys in the box and then backing them out. And it was was Leroy's impression that when they would flood the line of scrimmage in their pre-snap read, that DTR would check into the pass play because he felt that the run wasn't going to work. Right. And it was driving, Leroy said it was driving him nuts because at some point, somebody else in the chain, whether it was Stefanski or Alex Van Pelt or somebody, needed to tell him, this is, is, you know, this is a false look they're giving you. And they're getting you to check into passes, which is what they want you to do. But that never happened. That was somewhat surprising to me.
1: And you know what, and I think that a lot of that is nervousness too, right? That maybe that was said on the sideline. Maybe AVP did say to DTR, hey, they're just trying to bait you. Like, be confident, be confident in what we're doing. But remember, you're a young guy. You don't have a lot of reps behind you. You don't have a lot of experience. You don't want to make a mistake. And so sometimes you forget that voice there. But another thing is, you know, it would be good to have teammates Sit here and help you in that sense. And I'm reminded of a Sunday night game, the Eagles. I remember Jalen Hurts kind of made a check at the line. And if you were paying attention, Jason Kelsey, that. who's the best, you know what I'm talking about? I know. Kelsey exactly waved what you're him talking off, about. waved yes. him off. Yes. And then Jalen kind of like went, like, okay, rewind, go back to what we were supposed to do. That was Kelsey's experience saying, Don't get cute here, stick with yes. what we have. Worry about it. And while the Browns do have a seasoned line, they don't necessarily have that center that's a Jason Kelsey or a Marquise Pouncey or a guy that's done it at a high level for ten years.
0: Good point. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And I I made a mental note of that too, about how it doesn't always have to fall on the quarterback. I saw a game on Sunday where a, a running back came up to a young quarterback and said something in his ear, and whatever play they checked into it was actually a run to the running back who took it for 15 yards and i thought right. those are the little things that you that teammates can do that are veterans that can help these rookie quarterbacks along and exactly. I, I wish we were seeing more of that with
3: the Browns, but we really have. Uh, Did he can a receiver do that? Because if anyone was going to do it, it had to be Amari Cooper, I'd assume, right? He's the only one. Yeah, but, but
1: Amari's lining. not seeing. Amari's not seeing the whole defense. That, that's what I'm saying. So it's a tough, to t- it's a tough right.
3: configuration for how the Browns' offense is laid out now. You don't have Nick Chubb. You have Jerome Ford, who's a little more seasoned, but barely than D.T.R. That's why I think Joe Flacco right. coming into play in theory can solve a lot of issues just by his pure knowledge and his experience. Eyes. He's better than He's going to see that stuff. Right.
1: Right, guys. I hate to do this, but someone's in my house and they keep screaming for me, so I'm a little bit concerned. Uh-oh. I, now we're
0: concerned. So text us to make yeah. sure that you're okay. Because if you're not, yeah. we'll call the authorities but and we'll get but them I there. I
1: mean, we could take a pause and I could say, "Is everything all right?" But my phone <laughs> is blowing up. Apparently, there's a fake Instagram account about me now. Oh, so, wonderful. Um,
3: all right. You got bigger yeah. fish to fry, Aditi. You go
0: take care of that. Thank know. you for
1: spending time Wait, with if us. If a fake Aditi Instagram tries to follow you, report it or something. It's I not will.
0: Me. I'm going to report okay. it anyhow, even if they don't. Aditi, right. have a good call on Sunday.
1: Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks so much.
0: Uh, and we got to check in with her in about three minutes to make sure that everything is okay. Because we don't want a stranger coming into her house, and she wouldn't be able to tell anybody about it.
3: No, if we don't, if we don't hear from Aditi, we'll call and her man, back. that'd be
2: funny when somebody do, do knock on your door though. Like they'd be like knocking, and uh, you don't be expecting nobody. I'd be like on some Inspector Gadget stuff, like who is this? I don't owe nobody. Particularly
0: if they're in your house and they're calling for you. Yeah, Yeah. like, I don't
2: owe you no money, no
0: soliciting. The water man doesn't need to knock on your door and come into your house. (laughs)
2: No, like, there's no built man.
0: I don't like unexpected knocks (laughs) like that. I I, I don't either. The hope is it's someone that she knows and that everything is going to be okay. I think of everything that Aditi said, the one thing that, uh, that really resonates with me is the fact that, and you followed it with the Joe Flacco won't need that, was that there's a lot of times when DTR probably comes to the line and he's looking at something and he doesn't know what it is. And when that headset mic goes dead, you're out there on an island. It can be a Joel Batonio who turns around and and has a buzzword. And maybe that buzzword is to check down to the second play or Mm -hmm. to hold on to the first one or whatever. But it takes a team and those veteran eyeballs that can look at something and know that is a false flag they are not bringing eight guys
2: uh they're bringing four and four of them are going to drop out joe flacco is going to catch a lot of that and it it, so it has a lot to do with just recognizing film work like even when we go uh, you don't go back to high school we used to play saint Ignatius, and um the first few years we played them they just were better they just they just never made any mistakes uh they just executed better than we did but after a while, just being inner city kids, like we, we understood what we had to do just switch our game up. We was like, We gotta we gotta study this stuff. Like we can't you can't just come out there and just beat you no know, Chuck Kyle team and just feel like you're gonna win that. And I kind of feel like just the way with Glenville now, once you get there and you win it once, you start to get up with a different attitude. Like when you get down in a huddle in the huddle, it don't matter if you're down five, ten points. It's right. just like All right, we we, we got it. It's a different type of swag that you get because you know you have that that bank to your memory like, I've done this before. But the first time you come to the line of scrimmage, I used to be looking around. We used to have our our linebacker, he was like a road scholar. We had Kent State, his name was Steve Smith. Shout out to Steve Smith, by the way. And he used to play center. And uh, he played center at Kent State. And, And I used to come up to the line, and I used to ask him like every play, I'm like, who I got? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, that's what, like, that's what Jason who, said Dewan Jones was
2: doing with Wyatt Teller. Right. Right. season. So, well. so think about that. Like, it's a difference between you coming in the line and all five guys know what you're doing. All five of them. And your receivers know what you're doing. And the quarterback knows and sees and understands. Well, for much of the year, the Browns
0: quarterback has been the youngest player in the huddle. Yep. Yeah. Starting Sunday,
1: That'll and if old. it goes
0: well moving forward, the oldest player in the huddle. Will be your quarterback, and there is value in that experience. It I, I really think there is. So it just is. whether or not he physically can perform the job and all the duties that go with it, like he once could, we don't need him to be 2013 Joe Flacco. We don't. Um, this offense can be effective handing the ball off and converting third downs. When you need when you, when you have a third down throw, completing those third downs, I want to see him throw the ball 15 to 20 times, no more. You want the Tebow playbook.
1: Well, I'm fine with that. He, I'm fine
0: with that because
2: with this defense, the trestle ball formula will work. And and, and Stefanski understands. It's almost a glorified when the, when the Browns was rolling. Go back to 2020 when the Browns was rolling, and they had Kareem Hunt, you had Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb, and you had Deirdre Johnson. Right? I remember the game. I watched them, and it was peak. It was peak to me, Stefanski. The game they played against the Dallas Cowboys, they ran the ball and it looked like they were they were unstoppable. Right, like they couldn't. The, the play action would hit right after that. Three, they were getting nine, ten a pop. And the great thing about Stefanski is I don't really know if he has a playbook. We may, we laugh at him all the time because we thought we was getting a new one. But the one thing you can say for him. He's called plays for a, a whole gambit of quarterbacks, whether it's yeah. Br- yes. Brissette or, or, or Josh Dobbs or, or, you know, now PJ well, Walker, P-J- DTR, Deshaun I just, Watson. I just thought of
3: this, and, and I hadn't thought of this until you just said that, G. We talk about quarterbacks getting in rhythm. Like, hey, we need Deshaun to play a couple games so he shakes off the rust. Well, from a play caller standpoint, too, Stefanski right. can't even get in a rhythm with what's working when he's had the rotating circle I'll of give quarterbacks. You that of running backs, even receivers to an extent. I mean, you thought you had Elijah Moore who was going to produce more than he has so far. DTR, or, or, DP, DTR. DPJ DPJ went was MIA. the team's number two. He's gone. He's gone. I mean, Cedric Tillman's come up. So we, Stefanski deserves a fair level of criticism. But maybe he also deserves a little bit more of a leash than we give him because just like his players haven't been able to get any consistency, even in practice, he's been going with a, a constant wave of change as well. I'll that's go a, a underrated, That's an
2: underrated comment it, right there. That was the, I, I was I watching
3: the NFL like Network
0: that. yesterday, and the guy – it's funny, sometimes you get there, – there's, there's great value in getting someone's description from 30,000 feet. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in the clouds, man. We're in the weeds, <laughs> and, and everything is magnified for us, particularly in the moment. Mm-hmm. They were singing Stefanski's praises yesterday. Because when you list, and I know Aditi said after a while, excuses were thin. I 100% agree with her. But show me another team that's on quarterback number four, yeah. lost its best player on offense. It's Two tackles. It's Two tackles. All of the injuries that this team has incurred, and they are in control of their playoff destiny. And right now they're in the number two wildcard slot. In the right. AFC. And there is a line. It's a, it's a, he'll get votes for coach of oh, He won't win it. But it. if they make the playoffs, Kevin
3: Stefanski is going to receive votes. And, and there is a line. Like Every team has depth. We all want more depth. But there's, at some point you hit a line of, all right, we're on our fourth quarterback. Like, yeah. What's the realistic expectation? And the fact that we're on Joe Flacco. Think about this. We're on Joe Flacco, who was in this chair essentially two weeks ago, saying we think the Browns might be able to win a game this Sunday. And they might be able to go three and three the last, or four and three the last seven games, like or three and three because they have six now. That legitimately is a testament to what Stefanski has done, putting this team together. It's right? Andrew Berry, they have depth, but no one plans for a fourth quarterback. Like they're no, they their depth.
0: It's it's almost like you know you're building the ship as you're sailing it, it's, the it's ocean. It's patchwork as you're going. You're, you're and, just trying to keep the thing afloat. Yeah, you're doing yeah. what you can to plug the holes, keep the thing above the water level, and they. To this point, I think he's done a great job. He's yeah. got to finish. The he's game. got to fit, and that is that you is know, a big caveat. Because he just has as easily as they could win 11, they could lose 11 from here. Yeah, you know, that they is- could they could end up going no. They could lose 10. They could end up going
2: seven and 10. Like it would be a nightmare scenario. Yeah. If you, but- ju- if you even juxtapose, like, think about it, you know, axe bull. Bengals are done. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. Like, think about it. They, they one, suffered one, one major one. I'm granted. Done. Finished. It
0: was a franchise level quarterback. I but get the it. Browns
3: lost Watson too. And,
0: uh, or, well, but there's but layers I'm, to that. But I'm and, just saying, they I both mean, lost a franchise and, sure. quarterback in the lives. And here's how
2: devastating it is. If we just still had Nick Chubb, I would be up here cocky. I would still be up here airing. like, yeah. right? oh, you can't stop. We still got Nick Chubb. What are you talking about? When you have a Nick Chubb <laughs>
0: and this defense. You have a chance. You can make a run. You have a chance. That's all Period. It that's, that's the formula. That's it. You need, you need a quarterback yeah. that's not going to gift games away. The, but just take care of the football, hand it to Nick Chubb, and play defense. Think about it.
2: The, the equivalent of what we have
3: now is if, if the Bengals lost Burrow and Chase. Burrow, Chase, they're two tackles. Throw in another name. Yeah. Maybe Trey Hendrickson's banged up. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, it goes on and on. And, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Throw we talked about the, sch- the schedule. And I know, Ant, we're going to do the schedule in one sec. So you get to read him. But the schedule, the end of it, we thought was super easy, may not be necessarily as easy anymore. Well, no. so, Ant, you want to read him? We'll yeah, get to that. It may, it may be very, very difficult to
4: close out. Yeah, guys, I just want to remind everybody that as the weather is getting <coughs> thicker out there, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's absolutely no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. It has a wide br- range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So you guys can go visit fanduel.com UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. So, Mike, I'm going to actually let you set this topic up because this was yours from yesterday that you guys couldn't get all the way through.
3: Yeah, so we'll start with the Bengals again, but essentially we did before the season, you look at the schedule, oh, you have the Bengals in Week 1 and 18, that's good or bad. Well, now we have a little bit of information to back up whether or not the schedule gods played out in the Browns' favor or if the Browns kind of got screwed by the schedule. So we'll run through each team We'll see when they play the Browns home and away and see if the Browns we'll caught each 18, team. 18
0: the schedule gods winked at us. It was a
3: beautiful. Cincinnati yeah. could not have worked out any better
0: for the Browns. No, I mean, we at the, at the, when the season came, when the schedule came out, we we're like, oh, my God. It's terrible. You've got to yeah. start and close against the AFC, one of the AFC favorites. That, that, uh, yeah. But the way it played out, we got Burrow hurt, and Burrow's out now for 18. So I think those are two
3: that was big perfect. thumbs A-plus. up. Perfect, yeah, yeah. Couldn't have done any better. Next right. up is Pittsburgh, week two. And at Pittsburgh, week eleven. What do you guys think about this one?
2: Man, I, I it, at the time when you lose Nick Chubb, I thought it was horrible. <laughs> but I like it now because yes, you did lose to them in the second week, but the way it started started to shake out, you already have the AFC North all the hay is in the barn pretty much. Like you've already played all your AFC North teams, and they found out a way, found a way to, to split. I thought it worked out pretty well. I don't want to pay them the last game of the season. Yeah. All right, we would get them out of the way and just mess with them on teams.
0: For me, I don't think it's my, my uh I was neutral outlook, on this one.
2: I was neutral too. Yeah. I, I
0: I didn't love that we started Cincinnati-Pittsburgh because that can go sideways really quickly. You go 0-2 in your division to start the season. Like I know the NFL tried to stick the screws to the Browns with that and the Browns weren't having it. It would have been so much better had they not had that strip sack fumble at the yeah. end that led to yep. the Steelers yep. win. Because if you on the flip side, if you two start and o. 2 0, you cooking. got runway to an AFC North cooking. title. So I didn't I, I, I was I was unchanged by the way the events uh, yeah. of the season played out.
3: I was neutral because A, they got two Matt Canada games. So right. good. Yep. But B. Yep. It was Deshaun Watson's second game, still coming back, still rusty. So he hadn't had his full armor. So I went neutral. I didn't think that was Yeah, I went neutral. Big or not. Uh the Ravens will go third. The Ravens, they were home against the Ravens in week three at Baltimore in week ten. I actually think this was a uh, this is week four actually, not week three, but a terrible situation for playing Baltimore. A you played them without Deshaun Watson in the first game, it was after the injury. And week ten, even though they beat Baltimore, Baltimore just walloped Detroit, had just walloped Seattle. They went into that game riding high. That's not when you wanted to play Baltimore. It didn't end up mattering, but I thought the Browns actually got a bad stick with the Ravens considering it was post Deshaun Watson and DTR making his first start and then against the Baltimore team in Baltimore, who was the hottest team in football at the but time. But did we get the Ravens the first time after the loss to the Colts? No, you got – the Colts game was after that. The Colts was after San Francisco. Okay, so, so Deshaun we, plays Tennessee. No, 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 no,
0: no. I, I'm talking about he, after he, the he, Colts he, beat the Ravens.
3: Yes. Yes, we got them afterwards. Uh, yes. So
0: yes. for me – I thought, wow, this team isn't as good as I thought they were. Because at that time, we didn't know that the Colts were going to be at six wins at this point in the season and in position for a playoff spot. So I think I I felt a little better about the Ravens game in real time the first time. Second time, neutral. I mean, I knew they were going to be a very good team. They were hot. Uh, They were hot. It was at their place. I didn't expect that they would you know, be able to go there and get a win. So I was pretty neutral on the second one. But the first one, I thought, schedule gods helped us out, you know, with the timing
2: of everything coming off the Colts' loss. I'd, I'd, I'd have been, for, for me, I would have been, uh, you, you know, interesting to see if Deshaun Watson played that first game and he wasn't hurt.
3: He was coming off his best game against Tennessee. He was coming off his he best was.
2: game against Tennessee. You get the Ravens at home. The defense looked like they were playing lights out. And it was kind of almost like the DTR thing just was just like boom. DTR is playing. We're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, for that reason, the schedule gods took a dump on the Browns for that. It
0: just you know, and then we we came. And the the way the the way the week unfolded, we thought he was going to play. We thought he was going to play. That was the worst. And then all of a sudden at 10:30, oh no, he's not playing. DTR,
2: get your cape on. And, And and so here's the thing, you get that that happens dtr plays the game and then you follow right back up to next week against a 5-0 team in the san francisco 49ers yeah. and i'm thinking the schedule guys hate us. we're in trouble yeah. we'll no, get to san that's, francisco that's, in a
3: sec but week three first was tennessee neutral good bad i, I was neutral on this one yeah but i don't know tennessee. why
0: we had week three baltimore
3: yeah it was a uh that was classic uh cantus belly yeah. <laughs> okay cantus cantus numbery Spelly. or whatever uh i don't think there was much they they were I was neutral. It, it didn't matter. Yeah, really I was matter. neutral on that because yeah. again,
0: it's so early in the season. Like unless, like in the Cincinnati case where you lose Burrow. Yeah. You
3: yeah. know, it, I was neutral on that. We'll I go quickly change. to San Francisco then. Yeah. And I had I had bad for San. Francisco was the hottest team in football, five yeah. and zero. Oh. You did not want to play them when the Browns did, and they still beat that ass. So shout out to PJ. Walker. I didn't think there
0: was any chance they were going to beat the Niners. G. Bush was the only one on the panel that picked the Browns to win. I nothing. thought he was joking too. Deceit, listen, I, I, why? Well, well, that was part Kool Aid, but he got it right. It
2: was part but the way I saw him play against the, the the Bengals, it was it was one of them fight or flight things. Like I'm like, if you lose to them and get blown up out of here, I mean, we 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 could be talking about four and something. But the defense came up; they did what they needed to do, and I think it was one of those points where there's always like seven or eight, nine, ten points where, at a season where you can give up. And I thought the Browns could have gave up because Nick Chubb was out. I thought they could have gave up after Deshaun Watson was out and DTR got beat up, but they right. didn't. So um, I, I thought the, it was the schedule guys were nasty to them, but I thought they showed some resiliency. So. What's
0: funny, I, th- I think that's true. I thought yeah. the schedule guys you know, got them on that one too. But in retrospect, now that we have the benefit of the results, the two following weeks... We got the Niners, and maybe we put them in that See, I think think they put them in that tailspin. But they lost three in a row after that, and everybody suddenly was looking at this team, which was once the NFC favorite, saying, wait a
3: minute, who are they? And that was such a physical game. Trent Williams got hurt. Debo got hurt. McCaffrey was banged up. If you were playing this from another team's standpoint, the Vikings hit the schedule jackpot against San Francisco, playing them after the Browns and whoever else they played. They lost another game to Cincinnati. Yeah. Cincinnati actually yeah. got lucky in this in, scenario in San Francisco and yeah, they, they and he, got very lucky.
2: And I think to, to, you know, when you look at the the 49ers, I had never saw a side of them. Like when they was out here pushing and arguing and fighting before the game, it, it was almost like they got themselves out of their mojo. I'm like, usually the 49ers just come in here, block you, tackle, do you, do their business and go. Business home. And go. Yep. I was, so I think that catapulted the Browns to, to play a little harder. But I think that put him in a tailspin because after that, Trent Williams hurt, Debo Samuels was hurt, McCaffrey came out of the game banged up, and Brock Purdy finally looked like he was a a guy. He who made had, a mistake. He made mistakes he that a, game. You know, he, we hadn't seen him make a mistake until yeah. the Browns game. It was
3: essentially perfect. Uh, right. Next up, Indy. Good, bad, neutral.
0: Uh, I thought it was good because I thought that Gardner was Minshew was in
2: there, and that ended up uh, not being so easy. Yeah, it, I think it, it, we we came in feeling real good about it. But that was the Deshaun Watson five plays, and he's out. And then Gardner Minshew's running read option down the field, and we're like, "Oh, there's one of these trap games where." Sure. I, I yeah. Like when they that pulled happened, that rabbit out of a hat.
3: I actually went with kind of bad because it was a a new coach and a new quarterback that had no tape. Yeah. So I I put kind of bad, like barely bad, more neutral than anything, but. No, they pulled out together. They pulled out I mean, they yeah, knew yeah, what Gardner what I mean. Minshew's game was. But words. there was no... Like, the read option wrinkle came out right. of nowhere with Gardner Minshew. We did not expect did that. They did not have that coming at and all. And they
2: got Taylor back. That yeah, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor week back was before. that game. I think he and, and, came back the week before. The week before, yeah. but it was first game in real... But real him rash. and Moss yeah. both ran... I, I don't... Matter of fact, we should have lost that game.
0: Yeah, we I don't have. even Listen, know how that, we won that. We should For three and a half quarters, I thought it was a straight L. Yeah. I really did. It's a tough game.
2: I thought that was an L.
0: Next up, Seattle. Um... I don't think there were any extenuating injury
2: circumstances for that one. I picked them to lose that game. I was game. neutral. I thought I I was. I, I, I just at, coming off of Indianapolis, um they kind of like played to a point where they could have lost that game. You go to Seattle, they play what well, they will never play well in Seattle. The crowd, you got to go to the West Coast. Um and surprisingly they kept the game close but that game was kind of out of the, out of the, you know, out of here when they gave up to fourteen or seventeen points. in it. I think it was the first, first quarter. quarter. They were down fourteen, nothing before yeah. the seats were warm. Yeah, With PJ uh, Walker. That was the
0: game that I'll, I'll circle that one for. If uh, I think Stefanski's play calling for the last game was the worst as a game, mm-hmm. but the worst play call he's made this year, in my mind, was the decision to have PJ Walker, a, so. a, a, a PJ Walker quarterback. Yeah. throwing the ball yeah. in a situation where you easily could have run it, kept the ball going. I think that that was one that we're going to look back I, on. If one if, one if win one keeps play, us out, yeah. for yeah. me, the Pittsburgh one was a gut-wrencher, but so was Seattle. They, they, now, am I correct? They had the lead, right? Yeah, did the they came them. back after trailing fourteen nothing. I think they did they take were a up, seventeen. They were up 14. twenty to seventeen. Okay, and the interception. And we oh yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. Point, oh, that's so. why it was hot. And then they gave uh, up yeah. the lot. They they gave up the early points, and then the defense started the pitching last the
3: shutout. Was phenomenal. And then that, that last yeah.
2: drive was, was devastating. We'll was go to this
3: next one really quick. Arizona, no Kyler. They played Clayton. We got two. that. that was, a great great. That was time. perfect. Very good time. Could do any better. Denver next. And I think Denver they hit them at the worst time possible. Yes. Four-game win streak. He wanted to play Denver early when they were giving up 70 points. That's right. Or 35 points in the last four weeks. The defense has only given up 19. I don't think you'd hit them at a much worse time than right now. It's one of only two games that the Browns really weren't in. Yeah. And, and they were in it till the fourth quarter. Like even though they you said were they weren't they in They were. It, I mean, the were. final score is
0: deceiving, obviously, yeah. with the late garbage scores. But I, you'd be feeling it. I, feel I would have much rather played them when Sean Payton was Just trying wondering to figure if stuff he out. Lost yeah. his fastball. And so was Russ. Yeah. They both now kind of have re-found their mojo. Mm -hmm. And so we probably got them at the worst possible time.
3: The next five where it gets interesting, because these are the five we haven't
0: played yet. Right. So
3: now this is kind of the guess.
0: I feel worse about this now than I did when the season started. I thought this was a win when the season started. Is is Angela
3: spelled right? That looks... Yeah, that's right. That is? Yeah. Seeing all caps throws me off sometimes. Are you McNugget, Cantus Belly? I just, I just questioned. I didn't feel I yeah. anything wrong. No, I just that's
2: questioned. Right. Good, good job, job on that Ant. Good job, brother. Good job, Ant. Victory laps.
0: Uh, when the schedule came out, I'm like, oh, that's a win. That's a winnable game. And now it's uh, not. Now it's not as easy. No, Williams has become a superstar. Nakua has become a superstar. They are. They've got a winning record. They're, they have their playoff fate
3: in their own hands. I think they're five
0: and six technically. Bro. Are they five and six? I, I thought they were and six and five.
3: I think they're five. I could be wrong. I think they're. Yeah, Stafford. So, so. But still, Stafford's healthy, which is
0: well. To, to the point of the reporter who came on with us yesterday, their playoff fates in their own hands. They,
3: if they, they keep win, winning, they're yeah. going. And, and
0: I, I just thought that this was going to be a game. I, I'm not afraid of the LA road crowd. Doesn't um, exist. And I'm still not afraid of it, but I just think that the Rams to me have proven to be a better team
2: than I thought they were going to be. They're frisky. It's, it's almost like I, I can see it in my, my, my head, you know, them scoring points or, you know, catching touchdown passes and the game looks like it's a little fast. Um, the Browns have to play at a certain certain pace this game. Yeah. And to be truthful, if I'm looking at this game, this might be one of the most... This is the game that really, really actually matters. Because there's no way you're not making the playoffs if you're 8-4. and four. You'll find a way. you got the Bears If still. they
0: win, their chances of making the playoffs go up to 81%. If okay. they lose, they go down below 60%.
2: And, and you know, just... Now you, and then what it does is put emphasis on these two games. Now you got to really split and get one of the Jacksonville games. Or Houston. Or Houston. Yeah. You do. And those games look like they were like, I got Jacksonville at home. They've been playing well. And Houston is the anomaly. Houston, like, uh, like they play like a veteran team. With a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback and a rookie defensive end. They just, yeah. it's different. Yeah. And it's at Houston. Which I don't like. How how is it at Houston two years
0: in a row? So Jackson, I know I don't understand that either. So Jacksonville to me is neutral. I had Jacksonville. I knew that was going to be a a battle. Um, Obviously, because we're on quarterback number four, it's more difficult now than I thought it was going to be. I thought we'd have Deshaun Watson, so I, I wouldn't be neutral on this. I would say this one is harder to me than it was when the schedule came out, and Houston is a slam dunk.
3: Houston is much harder than, harder than I thought it was. Way harder. Significant. Hard. Hard. I thought Houston would be a three- or four-win team. You wanted Houston early in the season before C.J. Stroud became that dude. And right, right. now, C.J. Stroud's playing as well as anyone. And to G's point, real quick, on L.A., Jason said it wasn't a must-win on Monday. He, he's like, it, it would Technically help. Technically, it's have, not. But if you lose that game, if you lose to L.A., you have such an onus and a razor-thin margin of error the rest of the way. You do. Like, razor-thin. And yeah. if anyone feels comfortable... And being honest with themselves, if they feel comfortable operating on a razor-thin margin of error with Joe Flacco, DTR, or PJ Walker, you should go get yourself checked out. That, well, that's, listen, that's an issue. They were
0: operating on that razor-thin margin against San Francisco, mm-hmm. and it worked. They were operating uh, yeah. on that razor-thin margin against Indianapolis. Look, in the moment, every game feels like a must-win. That's the beauty of the NFL. Every games, game takes games. on such yeah. an added importance, particularly in December, and particularly when you're in a playoff race. Is it a must win? The answer to that is technically no. There's a clear pl- path to the playoffs without winning. Which is
3: but so much harder. you
2: make your degree of difficulty getting so there much, harder. much much higher. And, and the Browns, like I don't I don't know, don't know about y'all, but man, I'll be watching these games and I'm like, man, every game, every like there is not but we've had one game where it's like, okay, we had the Cardinals game. Every right. game been we, close down to the wire. Every other game, It's fifty-two hours of stressville. It's yeah. stressful. When you watch the Cleveland Browns
0: for a season.
2: My wife won't watch it though, but she said, like, <laughs> I can't. I can't do it though. I like I love it, but I want to look, but I don't want to. But it's too nerve wracking. And I'm like I'm with you, like because look, I, even the games, even game. Aaron Rodgers is practicing now.
3: Come on, yeah, man. Yeah, he, he ain't gonna play Stop. Well, He's That's why, why I was play. gonna
2: say the Jets game probably is.
3: They got they got a lucky A little with more the Jets. difficult. They, no one's no. ruled them out. No one, no one he said out. he's not going to play if they're not in playoff contention. Well, they're not. They're not so presently. So, I, why I are you think practicing? Yeah, well, because I, I, you. I, I listened to, to the he's, solid he's news conference you know yesterday. Yeah. And it, every
0: comment he made was prefacing, he's not playing. He's doing the same stuff he would be doing if he wasn't on our active roster. Things worked out for them with maneuverability on the roster, that they could activate him yeah, he's and not open playing. that 21-day window. Don't lie to yourself. It would be the most egotistical, single individual yeah. thing to do 100. if he comes back and plays. It would only to be so he could pound his chest and say, I did what everyone said I couldn't. You're not going to carry your team to a playoff win. Stay in mothballs. Salah said he has every expectation that he's going to be with the Jets next season. Do it next year. If he plays, he's going to get hurt. And hey, next year, hey, and I, their line's trash anyhow. Why would you put him out there? Hey, I season?
2: look at I, listen. I'll be looking in like this. Sometimes people be needing to save their job, and you know, I like Salah. You're a defensive guy. I, I, they, they, there's doctors, right? I saw this doctor who, who does, you know, kind of tells about the injuries. And he goes, well, listen, they, you know, they got this new procedure on the Achilles. Usually, they just snip it and sew it up. But now they got it where they they reinforced it, sew it up, and and plant it and, and staple it down to your heel. Like he's moving well. Like I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be over the top to think that he could play. And Aaron Rodgers is over the top. He's the he's the non-vax guy. He's the yeah, he's sleep not- in a dark room. And by the way, it would be a hell of a story. <laughs> It would. It would be, and that's why I, I think his ego might get in the way. Yeah, I mean, I, I watch he him
0: on. Play. I watch him uh, with his uh, Tuesday appearance Pat on Man. Pat, Pat McAfee, and he loves this. Lo- oh. he is. It's because he likes to be the center of attention. He just. He does, he, and he loves to say things that people will be like, what, the, "What did he just say?" Yeah, and he's. He and so me nuts. he's sitting there.
3: He's talking very low. I can't stand him. I'm sorry. And yeah, he just rubs me the wrong way too. I can't stand him. He's. Uh, he's he held the whole Jets season sabotage. Mm-hmm. With this, oh, so I'm going to come back. You guys can't go. Actually, get a better quarterback because I'm going to come back. Don't waste an asset. I'm coming back. He's going to say he wants to practice. He's going to be limited from the playoffs. He's not going to play. They're going to lose. He's going to bring all his friends back in. Man, Alan Lazard's not even. A, he's a healthy scratch now. So they bring all these dudes in for Aaron Rodgers and get out of here, Get out of here. It was, uh, it, here. was
0: a, it was an all-in move. I can't stand similar it. in some ways to what the Browns did. Um, the Browns obviously had a much younger quarterback. Um, who they felt could take them to a Super Bowl, and they were going to get him for five years with the Jets. You know, they are—they were in quarterback purgatory just as long as the Browns were. They didn't have an answer at that position. Nope. They made a bold move and they went all in, and it blew up in their face. First play,
2: I remember. last First, first play, play, that's crazy. It was yeah.
0: nuts. It's absolutely nuts.
2: Why is he? You know, it's kind of, kind of funny. It's not quarterback, uh, quarterback injury thing, but. I mean, these quarterbacks are getting injured, and you can't touch a quarterback now. These guys no. are getting injured more. Think about the, the the amount of quarterbacks that are just out, 50. just just not just not there. Well, they were tougher in the day
0: because they took a beating, right? Like they, they, yeah. there were no rules protecting the quarterbacks. Turkey Joe Jones was dropping Terry Bradshaw <laughs> on his head. You know, there's an evolution process that goes on to a player where he's like, look, I got to build up a layer of
2: protection. They were tougher. I mean, and, now they're like glass dolls. And if you think if you said something with a this reminds me of the NBA season last year. How the heck did the Miami Heat make it to the finals? I don't know. They just, I don't know how at all. But it's just, it just reminds me of that. If you look at the, that's why I keep just saying, like, the Browns got to make the playoffs. Just get there, man. Because the Herberts of the world, it looks like the Bills look like they want to try to make the playoffs. They might be the best team and they might be left out. Left yep. out. If you don't gotta see Herbert, you don't gotta see Burrow, you don't gotta see Josh, the, Josh Allen. This is the
3: year to be in a playoff. this this is, the playoffs. This, this is the year we went over the whole remember before the season, the quarterback rankings. And take the wherever Deshaun fit it, it was nine of the top ten were in the AFC. Right? It was Jalen Hurts. Yes. And then the other nine were AFC. And and and, and, and all the targets, to that
0: point, if we're gonna play the micro game on the schedule let's now look at the landscape and play it on a macro scale. so do we feel better are the football gods shining on the browns now well on one hand we're decimated with injuries but on the other hand you've eliminated three of the top four quarterbacks yeah are likely not a threat right now josh allen is still lurking on the fringe but joe burrows and mothballs they're not a threat. No. Nope. Even Kansas City. I know Kansas City is in the driver's
2: seat, but Kansas City doesn't scare no, me like they have no. in years past. Used to, I used to be petrified. It was like one of them things where you, you know when you were younger and your dad used to come down the stairs and say, "Let me talk to you." He's much bigger than you. <laughs> You're like, dang, it, it had a little more gravity to it, right? When he says that, now you got yeah, it. you be like, ah, what, <laughs> yeah. what do you want, dad? What are you going to do? You want some cologne or something, man? Let like, us take you out and get some food. Let's hang out watch the game, <laughs> eat some worms. I'm still I, terrified of Mahomes. But, I'm, 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 totally know, but, but I'm not I'm totally not. I'm not. I'm terrified. The reason I'm not. I'm not scared of them is because they have to work. I'm seeing them have to work to get down the field. Like, to, like it's third and longs. Mahomes got it. I, before – you gotta think about it. When they had Kelsey and Tyreek Hill it, Oh, it felt different. It, it was it was damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Because they had one guy that could run by you. It was pick your poison. It was pick. And they was throwing the ball to Kelsey over the middle and it was it was a problem. It was just I've I, never seen
0: before this season, I've seen Patrick Mahomes looking at the surface <laughs> with a quizzical look like i don't have an answer <laughs> well, and in the past you would they'd show him on the sidelines they could be down a score and he's chumming it up i got this nothing. and you knew that they did because whenever they had to have a score they got one they were
3: down 14 nothing and ended up going on a 31-3 no listen run i know beat, they can oh, the Vegas they, Raiders. Like, but there's also been moments yeah, that like he, stretches he's has he's looked more pedestrian this year than we've seen in the last couple of years but I'm still terror it's like when your girlfriend or your wife says we got to talk and it could be like hey did you take the trash?" it could be absolutely nothing but when you get that text hey we got to talk you immediately go to worst-case scenario that's what I feel about Patrick Mahomes like Patrick Mahomes is worst-case scenario but sometimes yeah Gabby sometimes I guess she says we got to talk but hey, yeah, uh, yeah, it goes either true. from that or to hey did you pick up whatever like that's the Patrick Mahomes level for ain't me. Ain't
2: it funny, though? Ain't it funny if, if you, in the, in the years of your relationship, if Jay's wife says, hey, we need to talk, is it different from yours? Like, <laughs> like I don't think she's
3: ever done that. Right, like, she's I, never said, we got to talk? No, no. I, I can't. She, she knows I'm you, not a talker. I, I you're not a talker. Get not in that stuff. No. Not in relationships. Oh, you never shut minute. up, Jay. Nope, on. not in relationships. <laughs> like, like, nope.
2: if, Like, if we need to talk, like, some sometimes I'm like, look, you, you're forbidden to say that. <laughs> like, I don't do fake. Like, that's, there's two things. Wait, let's, they're forbidden to say that we no, got to yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, No, you need to say what you need to talk about. Uh, lead with it. Le- lead with that. And that's what I am too. I'm I like, I don't, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't, don't play games. Don't beat around the bush. <laughs> Hit me with the lead story. Let me know. I, I got I got health issues. I take a lot of medication and I'm putting it on that. You got to tell me exactly what's going on. Cut to the chase. Yeah. Or or, and I don't do fake breakups either. Like there's like if you no, say there's no fake break. Like, you can't say that that's says
0: funny. the man that Broke off his wedding engagement and then went through with it anyhow. Yeah, right, That's the all-time fake deek uh, relationship
3: who, move of, ever. Coming from the man who says he divorced his ex-wife because he didn't like her tone of voice. Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, your tone crazy right now." Under, I remember not, that. I remember I, that. Yeah, Mike that.
2: Polk wrote it. To, Mike Polk made a whole joke out of that. Yeah, I don't you know if did, he gave you credit or not. Right, like you did, man. Listen. Tone is everything. <laughs> but now you learn. You don't do the fake breakups anymore. Now, I, well, I, now I've learned. It's forever. Like, now I've learned. I just, yeah, she got statue of limitation now. Like, I just, like, I'm like, dang, they done made you a citizen. <laughs> they done made you, like, they really. And, bro, her name is Rose Bush. And, and like, it's a perfect name. That's forever. And, yeah. yeah, and, like, she be, like, it, now they're going to be, like, they're going to be like, uh, yeah, um, you brought her all the way over here to just to fool over her, what, Mr. Bush? Why would you G, do that? G, who, the way it goes
3: out. When you said your and we got, we'll get the one-on-one matchups in one sec. I, was it Bull who thought your wife's name was Rosebush Bush when he first told yeah, us it was yeah, Rose Bush? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Like, if she, she, he was like, it's Rosebush Bush I'm like, no, there's not
3: two <laughs> words. When he said her name was Rosebush, he was like, I think it was Bull. Oh, yeah. so he then thought He thought it was, her name was Rose Bush. Who in the hell would name their child Rose Bush? I don't, I don't know, Who but Bull that?
0: really thought that was her I, name? I, I, think, I think it, it was Bull. Bull. Yeah. It was Rose, someone in here. Rose Bush
3: Bush. Well, yeah. he was like, so her name is Rose Bush Bush? And we're like, no, it's Rose, Bush. space, Bush.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. That is one of the great names ever. But Rose well, Bush Bush, Bush could be a hell She has like too. a really long name after that. You know, in the Philippines, they'd be like, Benes Acosta slash, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, they're bringing all <laughs> the names. All, the, all the relative names. I'm yeah. like, nah, you got Going two. back three
4: generations on the mom's side. And what's up, what's next? I just, before we get into our last topic, i, I got to remind you guys, um, as the weather gets colder, the NFL Gross offers stay nice. hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's absolutely no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So you guys can go visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
0: Now, are we gonna do Rose, uh, Rams matchups here, or are we gonna yes. do Cavs? Let's now do we'll do Rams matchups. We'll through them quick,
3: and we'll spend the last five minutes on Cavs. Okay, we're doing pretty cool. We only got three here. What's so. what's the biggest matchup in in this game for you guys? Oh, Aaron Donald versus Joe Batonio, without or, or Wyatt Teller, you you could take your choice. But if Joe Flacco is the quarterback, he needs time in the pocket, and Aaron Donald, we mentioned it before, is as good if not the greatest ever pass rusher from the interior of the defensive line. He is the highest graded PFF pass rusher seven consecutive years from 2015 to 2022. And if Joe Flacco is running for his life and there's consistent pressure coming up the middle from that guy number 99, it's going to be a long day for Joe Flacco. And we have two all-pro guards in Joe Batonio and Wyatt Teller. If those guys can't hold up against Aaron Donald, if I hold up, I mean at least put a little bit of resistance on his path to the quarterback, uh, I do not like Joe Flacco's chances come Sunday. Um, me is uh,
2: any Rams receiver versus Greg Newsome. You're scared now, aren't you? Uh, and, and the,
0: the reason we say any, they've got double really barrel where they can come at you with Cooper yeah, Cup or yeah, now Nakua.
2: Yeah, yeah, that and, could be and, bad. And, and here's the thing: I, I think one thing that they they do well, and I, you know, you talk about McVeigh, they seem to always get some shot plays in. Yep, they always seem to, and and a lot of a lot of what the passing game is now is. It's just get your get a guy isolated and throw it up there, because it's it's so much that can happen: illegal contact, holding, uh, holding, interference, pass interference. So it now now on offense, it's just about shifting and saying, okay, if I can get my guy on one on one with you and throw it up, it's about a seventy five percent chance something bad can happen for you.
0: The other thing is in that scenario the offensive wide receiver has to be more aggressive at becoming a defender on the toss-up balls. Yep. I see too many times in the NFL where the wide receiver realizes he's not going to catch it, and he doesn't turn into a defender. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. If
0: that's a throw-up ball, and the defender is in better position to get it, you need to do whatever you need to do, including pass interference. (laughs) Right. Because you keep the football in that scenario. When you don't defend
3: that, You're giving the football up, and that's you just can't do that. How would you guys match up Newsom? Let's assume Denzel's not playing, he didn't practice again yesterday, so he's probably unlikely to play on Sunday. How would you match up Newsom and Emerson against Cup and Nakua?
0: I think I'd put Emerson on Nakua. I, 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 at this point in their career, I think Nakua is the fresher legs. Cooper Cup's numbers have just been pedestrian. He hasn't last five weeks has not been good. He has not been Cooper Cup. So. Underneath I, I, I want I want Emerson on their
2: biggest threat.
0: Who yep. I still think it, i I think now is Nakua. I don't
2: think it's Cooper Cup anymore. Yeah, I, I think it's Nakua and and I'll say this, you know, I was talking to Tigers in the barbershop on um I believe it was uh Monday. I said, look, uh Denzel Award is the difference between this defense being good or elite. Because we, we saw it, Sunday. we saw it. We saw that. Like because the, you know, if they can't play man to man coverage. And slide Newsome into the slot and do what they do in JOK and J-okaying those guys. It's just a different. It's a different uh, look. Well, it's just
0: they they were getting gashed in the run game at yeah. times on Sunday. Yeah. And again, it, Sunday was such a weird game to me because when you're watching it, you got the sense that the Broncos were having a lot of success offensively, but the final numbers pedestrian. I mean, Russell threw for 135. Yeah. They had fewer than 300 total yards. To get to have twenty-nine points with fewer than three hundred yards, you got to have a safety. You got to have a short field giveaway, and they did. But they were effective. They were efficient. When they needed to move it, they moved it. And you didn't see their punter a whole lot. And I think, for me, I think the matchup that I'm going to be most watching is actually, and, and you make a lot of sense with the Aaron Donald against the Browns' guards. But for me, I am. I think this game comes down to one thing. Who's playing for the Browns defense? Mm-hmm. And I said this yesterday. The three that are in question are Anthony Walker. Did Walker practice yesterday? I don't think he did. I don't
3: think. Let me double. Check. I don't think he did, though. Yeah, I don't think mm. he did either. I heard, But too.
0: for me, the big three, one at each level, Miles Garrett, Anthony Walker, Denzel Ward. I think if you have two of those three, you, you can win. Yeah. And even if one of those two is a handicapped Miles Garrett with half a left arm. Right, I still think that him being out there is going to draw attention away from other Browns defenders and they'd be able to get home. But you got to have two of those three. So, for me, it's going to be an injured Miles Garrett against the Rams' offensive front.
3: So, Anthony Walker was technically limited in practice yesterday, which means okay. he was able to do something. That's a good sign. Something can mean anything. He was limited. Yeah. But whether he can go, and JOK, trying to stop Kyron Williams, by the way, who's been phenomenal the last couple of weeks, and... He's not just a runner, but he's been really good in the screen game as well. And that's where J.O.K. and Walker come in Man. to try and tra- track him down. He had two receiving touchdowns last week against Arizona. He's gone over 100 yards on the ground in three of the last four games, over 200 yards total in two of their last three games. If it's not via ground, it's by air. He's been the focal point of their offense, even with Cup and Nakua in the lineup. So whether it's J.O.K. or preferably J.O.K. and Anthony Walker trying to chase down 23. The Browns are going to need pretty heroic performances from their linebackers. And tomorrow yeah, on the WKYC yeah. show, Coach Tyves is going to break down uh, some JOK film to show what he's done, what he did so well against Denver and what he's going to have to do against L.A. to keep that up what what a and turnaround.
0: shut him down. He's about been so good.
3: So good. Stunning turnaround.
0: I, like, comeback player of the year worthy. Yeah. he, he has no At least at. on this. No, no. For the Browns. Oh, for the Browns. For, for the yeah, Browns. Yeah. Like, a guy that you just, you were, hell, we were giving up on him. DeQuell said he would have cut him. And he knows the position as well as anybody, and he just said there's nothing there. It, and you, here he is playing, at times like a pro bowl linebacker, and I think that's a huge testament to the work he did. Yeah. But also to Schwarzenegger. Or it, Schwarzenegger.
2: There's, there's, there's a, there's. I, I believe this. Like, is there, it's a chicken or the egg? Is is a player born special, and then they just do what they want to, or is it? players are always you know they're about even you know give or take they, they all of them are athletic all of them are talented it just takes uh the right coach to let them do certain things and i truly believe that it, it's a lot to do with coaching i know a lot of people don't put any you know merit in it they think it's just, it's just all the players but you know there there is no steph curry without steve kerr there is no you know there
3: is no like it, so you're you, saying lebron james wouldn't be lebron if it wasn't for david Blatt? that's funny (laughs) what I'm saying no he said
0: there's some people that are just great and there's others that need that molding they need that coaching that direction he
2: needed the quill. but like he right Patrick Mahomes I don't think Patrick Mahomes is meant for Andy Reid you know why because Andy Reid is gonna let him do that we just go back and listen to Bernie Kosar Bernie obviously knew what he was doing but Bill Belichick knew what he was doing too Sometimes you just don't mix and match. Like, you you couldn't run that type of offense. Patrick Mahomes, there's some coaches that will put him in a box and say, one, two, three, stat your quarterback, stay in your progressions. But then when you get somebody that can unlock you and you already have talent, now you're in trouble. Now it's transcendent because now you got somebody that could add, what they add to the game, which is letting you be free of play. It's like
0: letting a point guard
2: be a point guard. Yes. Yes. Like, create.
0: Yeah, there's obviously there's 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 parameters to every offense, and you're in a team structure, but I think that's well said. Andy Reid was the perfect guy for Patrick Mahomes, and Patrick Mahomes was the perfect guy for Andy Reid. Yeah, it's worked. It's definitely worked. mm -hmm. All right, we're gonna do some super chats and get out of here.
4: Yeah, sounds good to me, but every time we read Super Chats, guys, I want to remind you that it's brought to you by PCC Airfoils. Are you looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils are located in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions at $18 and up. Plus, you can get a full benefit package, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. So, guys, I got about five Super Chats here. The first one here comes from Chris. Browns have the best defensive team in forever. They'll bounce back this week, multiple turnovers, Kool-Aid Mafia. There
3: we go. I can see it.
2: I here can see go. it.
4: Rated says, I bet once, once a drive goes wrong, Joe throws a pick or something, the fans are going to go and call for RG3 or Cam. Uh, we have the most impatient fan base. Love the show, guys. Go, Browns. I agree with that. It'll be the wrong idea, but I agree with it. From Ronaldo Archer, my only real concern about Flacco is how long can he survive taking real, live, serious NFL hits. As an immobile statue in the pocket, is his body ready for a pounding? Defenses will see red and attack hard, which was one of my concerns, too, that I brought up on Behind the Glass. Yeah. Uh,
2: He's old. I mean, he's he's 38. You can run the ball 50 times.
0: (laughs) You know what? Here's what we've learned you don't have to be old to get knocked out of the game as a quarterback. Yeah,
2: that's a very good point. That's true. I mean, DTR, it, ha- it happens to him every time he plays. He's a chick, like he, he's a young chick he, and but, he got yeah. blasted. If you're 38
0: or 18 or 28, you're, that's gonna knock you out of the game. I, you know what, thank you so much for saying that. But Some,
2: sometimes you guys say stuff and I'm like, damn it, why didn't I think of that?
0: I mean, it's just all those, the quarterback has a target, even though they've changed the rules to
3: protect them, we're on quarterback number 51. Is there something to the fact that because it's so hard to hit them legally, when you can theoretically sure. hit them legally, players are just getting their full on, like full Donkey Kong, they're hold up the B it. button, you know, in Smash Brothers G? Like, like you don't know talk about yeah, Like, okay. like I, is I, that using the another turbo button? Yeah. When
0: they get a chance. Uh, yeah, it feels like that. That's why it's so impressive that Patrick Mahomes has run and has stayed healthy because he's like chasing a chicken. You, he's so hard and Michael Vick was also this way mm-hmm. they're so hard to get a good clean
3: shot on Lamar's if you said Mars the best at that oh never never tremendous. get never get squared up.
2: tremendous you know it, I used to have I didn't have so many surgeries that like I remember having like low self-esteem like I used to be like man am I injury prone or like what is it like how come I'm like I used to be able to go like when I was younger I would be I would go play two days but then go play pick up basketball, in the, like during the day. And not get hurt. And not get hurt. No, and, and uh, you know, the, my orthopedic surgeon, he said, uh, no, um, it, your body isn't meant to play a game like football. So it's just a matter of time you're going to get Some hurt. people are more prone to soft some, tissue issues. Some issue. people. Uh, soft just, tissue, you just, tissue injuries. It is what it is. Like, you only got a certain amount of plays in your body. It is. Yeah. Like, you, you just don't know. When it's going to go so like you know ligaments is non-weight bearing like you don't you can't strengthen a ligament you can't
0: in fact sometimes Steroid. when you strengthen the muscles around them you're going to stress them more than they were intended to be stressed yep it's which is it, it's almost oxymoronic <laughs> but when you, you can't strengthen the ligament but you can overpower a ligament with bigger muscle and obviously you you can add muscle mass
2: for sure it's just you got to be careful you play football you will get hurt it just wouldn't matter it's a gladiator sport
4: what's up next yeah we actually just kind of were talking about this Uh, kevin robinson asked if we needed a new strength coach for less injuries i think you guys i've had a couple people ask me that this
0: year i mean they're most of them are fluke injuries Yeah. yeah and you know there are certain things that you can't avoid through injury and there's certain things that you can do that can lead to
3: injury. We just talked about one of them. But I think for the most part, it's just bad luck. It, like, don't tell me Nick Chubb got hurt because he can only squat 694 pounds and not 725 pounds. Right. Like, He got hit from an on. angle where yeah. – so, I mean – Every running back in the league would have been in the same
2: position yeah. if they were Nick Chubb. And like, that, that ACL was going down no matter what. And you got to think about it like this. Like, I always tell people, like, Offensive linemen and like these people, it, it, the TV doesn't give it justice. They're huge. Do you know,
3: no like, aliens.
2: there are uh, Joe Botonio will run a regular human down.
3: Oh yeah, it's like it's
2: like a grizzly bear. Like he's a like he's bigger than you, stronger than you, and he's fat. Like if a normal person were to take these hits, they die. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like perish. Like, like. There's nothing you can do. You can't lift weights for that. Somebody that fast having these car accidents every, every five or You know, the term is seconds. gen pop.
0: Like, you, the, 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 athletes refer to civilians oftentimes as gen pop. Yeah. Their general population. Yeah. And I, I've heard pro athletes, particularly big football players, talk about what you just said. You put the average person from gen pop on a football field and take one hit, it's a wrap. It's done. over. They're oh, am- done. Ambulance! You're
3: taking them off an the ambulance. It is
0: <clears throat> so violent, and and you're right. TV doesn't do it justice. I remember the first time I ever stood on the sidelines of an NFL game. I was 23 years old. It's the coolest thing ever. And my eyes were wide open the entire time. I was, I don't know how they ever get up from big hits and collisions, and they pop up one after another after another. That's why they say on Monday and Tuesday
2: feels like they've been through a car wreck. And they just keep getting faster. And they keep and getting bigger and stronger. I go to the field and look at them, buy there's no way I could play right now. None. No. Bigger, stronger, faster than ever before.
4: Two more. What's up? All right, so Mac Dog says, Kelsey Brothers are not the only homegrown football players. Josh Cribs, Paul Warfield, Big Ben, Desmond Howard, and Woodson were all great players. And then Ray Smith says, he's not always a fan of the play calling, but Stefanski is the best coach in his lifetime. Continuity in the NFL breeds winning.
3: Kool-Aid Mafia. There you go. Not right. wrong. There we go. Not wrong.
0: All right, what are we going to do for overtime? Do we want to tease ahead of that? We we haven't talked about memberships and likes yet today, have we? No. No. We haven't done that. So if you're watching and you're a regular viewer of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, hit the like button. It's free. It helps us a lot. Also, if you haven't done so already, and we know more than 30-some thousand have, hit the subscribe. Uh, You'll be notified whenever there's breaking news. um, UCSS shines the bat light. You know, like they did on Batman (laughs) and one of the UCSS cast members will scurry in front of a camera, a phone somewhere, and they'll be bringing you live content on that said breaking news. So if you're a Cleveland sports fan and you want to know the very latest as it happens, hit that subscribe button. And you'll never miss a live show because it can happen at 3.30 today. So uh, it
2: happened. Miles Garrett, they did said it, yeah. he was not injured for the year. Everybody was happy. It happened
3: right at the end of the barbershop. Did get little it 15 in. minutes and everybody was cool to That's go. That's right. So for overtime, we get to talk Cavs or we could bring Jimmy in and we could talk some. Oh, yeah. I want McNugget stories. So we in have in studio girl.
0: today one of <laughs> McNugget's college <laughs> basketball teammates. Shout out Jimmy I Rose. told him <laughs> it, uh, before Squad, the baby. show started, I need five great McNugget stories. There he is. That's a great it, shot it, of a camera. It looks like a camera. He's, he's actually a cameraman. There he is. Um, he's going to join us with some McNugget stories that you don't want to miss. So if you haven't become a coaches Tier member yet, that gives you free access to all of our overtimes. You may want to spend the buck 99 a month. Is that what it is?
2: Four ninety-nine. dollars 99 $4.99 a month. And his girl Damn is inflation. Here. He's going to give me incriminating
3: information. Oh, his girl is from, here too. He, that's so crazy. Yeah, Gabby's got to go pick up Eli for lunch. So
2: maybe yeah, not Gabby, do you want the producer, out. Mike?
4: <laughs>